Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Welcome back to another episode of the Woman of Wellness podcast. (laughs) I don't know how to ever introduce myself in these things, so how was that? (laughs) Let's have a little fun with it. If anyone has a really good introduction, I am all ears. Tell me tell me. Let's have some fun. Anyway, okay. This is a great episode today. I'm really excited about it. And more than anything, I want this episode to be a breath of fresh air. Truthfully, (laughs) just a like a release of weight off your shoulders and just feeling like you could just take a deep breath and let things be. And we're going to talk about it. But I really, I feel like there's a pressure to speed up results. Okay. To do it the quote science way, right? To follow the numbers. Okay. Science says, you know, I went to school for this and science says that you can safely lose up to two pounds per week. So then what do you do? I'm going to lose two pounds per week, right? It's like the, the initial like, okay, well, if I can safely lose up to two pounds per week, I'm going to do it. The reality is, is two pounds per week to lose is hard. It takes a lot of change and it's a big, big commitment. And so we often think like there's this pressure of like, okay, if I can do this, I, I got to get this off fast. I got to do it for a vacation, a reunion, like whatever, summer, any of those things. And I have to admit, I am the first person to always want to speed things up. And it stems from me looking always into the future. I'm always like, what's next? What's next? What's next? I've got to have this done by then. I've got to figure this out. Like my brain just really struggles with being in the present. It's always two steps ahead of me. (laughs) And I think this is a really good analogy to show that a lot of times our weight loss goals and visions are two steps ahead of us. And so we just want to constantly speed things up. And we're looking at it from this perspective of the future when the reality is we're in the now and all we ever have is the now. So I want you to think about this for a minute. When you feel that pressure to speed things up, 
to, you know, get to your goal faster, to lose the weight quickly for an event or anything like that, I want to suggest we change our approach. And I want you to think about this. Results will come when you are ready. Have you ever thought about it that way? Have you ever thought like, I don't know, my type A personality is so much, I try to like influence results and try to control outcomes. Please tell me I'm not alone in this. And so my brain is constantly thinking like, how do I control this outcome? How do I make this outcome work the way for that needs to work for me? And in the last, gosh, maybe year or so, I mean, I've been working on it for a long time, but probably in the last like six months to a year, I have really kind of like succumbed. I don't know if that's the right word. Released maybe. The idea of having control over the outcome and letting letting change just happen at its natural pace and the in the way it needs to happen and recognize that when I try to control it, sometimes I'm not ready for it. Have you ever done that? Like with your pursuits of health or life goals or anything like that, you try to pursue it and then you realize you weren't ready for that outcome. You weren't prepared to deal with it. And so I just, I really want to shift your mindset today to suggest what if I just looked at it this way? Results will come when you're ready. And you think, okay, well, what is ready and all of that stuff? We'll talk about it. But what if the ready process is the refinement process? Does that make sense? What if being ready, what if the ready comes because of the process and the refinement in the process? So the only way that you can be ready for the outcome is by going through the process. I want to share a story about airplanes. And some of you may be familiar with this analogy. (laughs) It's about airplanes and turbulence. And this pilot shared a story about how when you hit turbulence, your first instinct would be to speed up, right? To get through it. Well, he talks about that the best way to decrease turbulence, to manage turbulence, to make it less, all of that is actually to slow down. Have you ever thought about that? The way pilots navigate turbulence, rocky, rocky air, is not to speed up through it and get through it, but to slow down. How often in your pursuit of trying to speed things up, does that chasing lead to more turbulence? I want you to think about that. How much turbulence could you prevent or calm if you allowed the process to happen at the pace it needs to be? And this is like, I don't, I don't know how to explain this concept. It's like a brain concept that I don't know how to explain, but I truly believe that there, there is a time that needs to take place in everything in our life. Like there is beauty in time 
and refinement and that there are times in our life we have to be, we're, we're only ready at that time. You can't say I'm going to be ready six months before that. But like, there's this, I kind of like visualize, I don't know if this is the best example, but like an external force that's kind of like, let this, let this be on its time. Allow that process to happen it's like a law. I almost feel like it's kind of a law of nature of like letting things take time, right? We, we see, in fact, this is a really good example. I just thought of this off the top of my head. I, uh, last year I was hiking in the mountains and I was in a mode of like, I want to speed things up. I want to create results and all of this stuff. And I had this just like direct feeling and thought come to my mind that was like, Look at these mountains. Look at these trees. They didn't rush their growth. They just grew at the rate they needed to grow. Right? They showed up when the sun came out. The sun gave them nourishment. When it rained, they grew. Maybe there were years where it rained less and they didn't grow as fast. And there were years it rained more and they grew more. Nature grows at the pace that it needs to grow. And I think we can really learn a thing or two from that that experience, that analogy that we can't speed up the growth of a mountain. And some of the growth took a long, long time, right? A mountain. Some of the growth, like maybe a tree or a bush, took a little bit less time, but it grew in its own time. And it had kind of like a, essentially like a, a pre-made time that it needed to grow in or, or whatever. I don't know if that's the right word, but, but basically it grows in its own time. And what if we let that be our answer? That we can grow in our own time and believe that the experiences that we have are for our growth and our given to us at the perfect time, at the time that we need them. So I could end it there, but I know all of you type A's out there or or whatever we want to call ourselves. (laughs) How do we pursue worthy goals without feeling this sense of urgency? So essentially I'm wanting to help you like find that happy middle, right? Where is this happy middle of like, okay, I recognize I just want to let things grow, but I also want to pursue and I want to implement and I want to try to change things and where's the balance here, okay? So three things I want to go through with you to help you find that happy middle. First, identify the lifestyle vision of wellness that you want to have, okay? So what does your woman of wellness vision look like? What does the lifestyle that you want to live look like? And does your vision of wellness match the pursuit that you want to take? So are you working on things that, so like, let's say for example, like you're trying to grow a business. Let's just say you're like trying, yeah, let's say you're trying to grow a business and you have these dreams and these goals to like, speed it up, right? To grow it, to make it big, to become a millionaire, whatever the word is. And you are working 80 hours a week to get it going. Does that match what you want to do in the future? 
What if you said, is there a way that I could make this possible without sacrificing my well-being? Could I work 60 hours a week in the beginning? Could I, I mean, asking yourself, I mean, it's not always, I know when we're in a place of like trying to pursue those things, sometimes we have to, we have to push a little bit harder. We have to try things. We have to, we have to like, you know, we have to set goals that maybe push goals. But what if you ask yourself like, okay, well, if I wanted to be a business owner, but I wanted to work 20 hours a week, how could I align my work right now with that goal and recognize that it'll come in the time that it needs to come? And then when I have seasons of wanting to push, maybe I add that push in there. But what if I tried to keep that? Because what if I kept going and I only knew how to run a business at 80 hours a week instead of 20? So for example, let's do another example, a diet, right? Do you have the desire to follow the diet for the rest of your life? Do you want to live this lifestyle? Could you instead ask yourself, how do I implement nutrition changes that match my vision, the lifestyle that I want to live? What if it could look like you arriving at your destination with a lot less turbulence? Or even, you know, getting to your destination and not feeling like there's still turbulence happening. Like being able to kind of like calm the turbulence. So number one is to identify that vision that you want to have. And how do I match my lifestyle? How do I create a lifestyle pursuit for that vision of the lifestyle I want to live? Instead of saying I'm going to go on Whole30 or whatever, 30-day diet, and then realize I don't want to do that moving forward. Okay, number two, ask yourself what sped up results would lead to. I think this is a really good question because what what does speeding up your results mean for you? What would it do? What would it change? What like how would it change you? Would it all of a sudden, like if you lost 50 pounds in five months or whatever, would that make you a better person because you did it in 50 months and that person down the street did it in four years? Like Truthfully, does that make her any less of like a woman of wellness? Does that make you more of a woman of wellness? Well, what does speeding up your results lead to? Do you feel like it leads you to loving your body more? Or does it just get you to a place of being frustrated still? And feeling like you have to keep up a pace that you just can't keep up? What would speeding up those results lead to. I want you to be honest with yourself. Sometimes I know it can seem like, well, yeah, I could just get there and then I'd be happy. But I like the analogy of, um, you know, I have a goal one day. I used to want to be an architect and I have a goal one day to design my dream house. And I think a lot about, okay, well, I'm not living in my dream house right now. So does that mean I should be unhappy and chase my dream house and the only way I can be happy is when I actually achieve that dream house I think you would say no like you can find ways to enjoy the home that you have and the process that you're going to take to get there because you're going to learn so many things and if we're going back to what I said earlier earlier you 
you will be ready when you're ready. That's like a funny quote, but it actually works. You will be ready to receive that when you're ready. So what if you got there? Let's give it another analogy. Someone told me I'm really good at analogies. And apparently I'm bringing them all in. But let's say, for example, I'm going to say this because um, from, let's talk, let's talk about our plans again. From Salt Lake City, where I'm at, to New York, I've done this flight many times. JetBlue only flies a midnight flight. At least it did. Maybe it's changed, but it only flies a midnight flight. And it takes about four and a half hours, I think, to get there four hours. So you take a midnight flight and then you get into New York at like five in the morning or four in the morning. And you get there and you go, well, what am I supposed to do? Because I either had to book a hotel for last night so I could go to the hotel now, or I have to just like suck it up until I can get in the hotel and take a nap. And so it's kind of like, it's kind of the same idea of, okay, if I get there faster, then what do I do? Am I going to be prepared for what's to come when those results come? If I end up in JFK and I'm not ready, I don't have a hotel or anything, what am I going to do? Just because I was like getting there faster. I mean, I know this isn't the perfect analogy, but stick with me on it. Just because I you know, got there fast and early in the morning, I have to figure out what to do until essentially my room is ready for me to come to it and to take a nap or sleep the night, whatever. And so I I really want you to think about that. Like if you're speeding up results, what is it leading to? And are you going to be ready? What if you slowed down? What if you let that process happen? And then number three, disconnect your worth from your outcome. I really believe this so strongly. We have, we've created a story in our minds that unless I am perfect at the goal and I am like doing it in the science way, right? The two pounds per week or whatever the diet tells me, if I'm not doing it that right, I'm doing it wrong and I'm a failure. I'm a failure for it going slow. I'm a failure for not being able to keep up with the pace. I'm lazy. I'll never get there. I'll never achieve that goal. I've never been able to do it. Why would this change? I'll always be this person. And we create, we connect our worth with the outcome. If I don't get the outcome, I'm not a woman of wellness. I'm lazy. See, this is just who I am. Or if I get the outcome, I'm awesome. I did it. Or maybe you don't even feel that way. You just sort of like get there. I know lots of women have coached with me and they're like, I've lost, I'd lost the weight and I didn't feel any better than like before. I just felt the same. I felt worse about my body. I didn't feel good in my body still, but I have lost the weight. And it's because we've connected our worth with the outcome. And I want you to ask yourself, how can we disconnect? our worth and know that we are worthy regardless of the outcome. I set lots of goals that I'm not even concerned about the outcome. Isn't that interesting? I'm concerned about the person that I become in the process. And so I set that goal and think, whoa, that's big. 
But I know that in order to have that goal in my mind, the person that I become in the pursuit is what I truly want. It's not so much the outcome. Although I believe that the outcome can come when I'm ready for it and when it's the right time. Okay, I'm going to give you one more analogy. I'm sorry. This is just like story time here. Okay, so this year I homeschooled my son, which was really fun. I was actually planning on doing it long before COVID. I I really loved it. I'm kind of sad because he's going to first grade at school and I think I'm going to cry the whole first week. He needs some friends and I'm really excited for him. It feels like the right decision for our family, but I'm... (laughs) I'm like trying to work through my emotions. (laughs) So anyway, I was just thinking about this as we were um, wrapping up our school year and he had like a bunch of lessons to do before quote the end of the year. And I thought, well, what are we going to do? Are we just going to like pack them all in and, and try to like finish up on the date that all the other kids finish and all of that. And so I was like, okay, I told my husband, I said, we need to do two lessons per day, even on the weekend so we can get through it. And do you think that happened? <laughs> Absolutely not. And actually we didn't finish all the material. We were only like 10 lessons away, but either way, we have just decided to like, we've been doing it a little bit at a time. He does a workbook page a day. And then we go through one of the lessons every few days when we have a little bit of extra time and we'll get through it and we're working through it and it's fun and it's, and it's really calm and easy and not stressful. And I think my brain always is like, okay, I'm going to get through the material. I'm famous. And if you're listening to this on two speed, I hear you. Okay. I listen to everything on two speed. I am famous for listening to everything in the fastest speed I possibly can. (laughs) So if something says it's an hour, I turn it on two speed and I can get it done in 30 minutes. But here's the thing. And I know this and I'm still working on it, but I know that the information that I get from going at two speed versus the information and change I can get from going at one speed is significantly different. So what if instead of, quote, getting through the material with your goals and all of that, right? Like racing to the finish line, you said, no, I'm going to dive in. I'm going to play around with it. My episode about playing around with your food last week or the week before, I don't remember. Um, Thinking about like diving into it and learning in the way that works for you. How much more significant could your outcome be and your process of getting to the outcome? I am, I, I know if anyone feels this way, what does it look like to just try to get through it, to muscle through Versus diving in, getting messy, and helping you learn the way that it works for you. And for us right now, it works to do some workbook pages every few days when we have some time. And I think he's going to learn just as much as if I would have plowed through it. <laughs> I don't even know. I, like there were days where I was like, oh, let's not do this section because it's going to take too long or or whatever. And so... I just, I want to remind you and me that change comes when we're ready and the process, the refinement process helps us get ready. So if you're feeling that rush 
to get quick results and you've got all this pressure to do that from all the, you know, diets and wellness culture and all of that, listen to this episode again and just remind yourself that good things take time and you are worthy of taking time and you, your outcomes will be ready when you're ready and that'll be beautiful. What if we could release that tight grip on rushing to the outcome? What if instead of running a marathon as fast as we can, what if we stop to enjoy some of the scenery? What kind of experience do you think could be different than like just trying to get to the finish line as fast as you can? What could you experience along the trail maybe? If it was a trail run, that would be a long marathon trail run. So let's just call it a trail run. So think about that. I hope this episode is what I hoped it would be, a breath of fresh air and gives you a reason to let things take time and to know that you don't need to speed it up. Just keep showing up each day, day in, day out, a little bit at a time. Don't stop. Just keep going. You'll get to the finish line. And if you keep going, you can enjoy that beauty all around you. Okay, have a lovely rest of your day. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.